It's Friday, August 11th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, introducing the Militant Christian Home Shopping Network. Plus, why does plastic lawn furniture always end up smelling like pussy? Batting ball sacks around to fill your tanks with sperm. And the spider bite that gives you an engorged member. All coming up today. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Have a great one for you today. You know, on this podcast, a recurring subject seems to be home shopping networks. 
We've done little parodies or sketches of them here on the show. But even beyond that, you know, we've played bloopers or mishaps that have taken place on the Home Shopping Networks. Earlier today when I posted the Best of Show, the intro was a clip uh, from something called the Adult Home Shopping Network, which I don't have a lot of information about. I just have a few clips. In one clip, they're, they're selling a love doll. The one I played uh, on the Best of Show was just a giant dildo. I told you guys when I was growing up, you know, a teen, when I was a teenager, like 15, 16 years old, there was uh, the Spice Network. It was one of those pay-per-view channels that uh, just played pornos, which was really great. I was a huge fan. The only reason I got to see it was because my sister moved in with, uh, at the time, her boyfriend, and he had one of those descramblers. So I spent a lot of time over my sister's house for a few years. And one thing uh, that I vividly remember is in between the pornos, they would even have like a little home shopping network uh, segment where you could buy like cock sleeves or a condom bonanza bundle. You know, you get like 500 different types of condoms glow in the dark, lambskin, ribbed, zesty mesquite flavored condoms, you know, whatever. It's honestly shocking how much the home shopping networks have been a part of my life because, all right, well, you know, I hit puberty. I'm all horned up. I'm watching the uh, X-rated home shopping channel. But a few years prior to that, as I've mentioned before, you know, when my mom and dad would go out to the bars on Friday and Saturday night because they were both alcoholics, leaving little preteen Tim Henson alone to fend for himself. I would uh, I'd stay up late, watch, you know, American Gladiators, Star Trek The Next Generation, Saturday Night Live. And as the night crept on, you know, there was less and less to watch on TV. And I would find myself being comforted by the nice QVC lady who, you know, it seemed like she was talking directly to me, telling me all about this wonderful bread maker or food dehydrator she had for sale. These were my friends growing up. This is all I had. I feel, though, like the home shopping network, the whole idea of watching television to see products featured and you got to pick up your phone and dial if you want to order it. It just seems like an outdated and antiquated way of shopping right now. QVC is still around. I'm sure they're doing fine right now. They have an online component. QVC, though, started in the 80s before the Internet. I just don't think there's going to be any new home shopping networks popping up on TV. Doesn't really seem like that lucrative of a business model. Now, that being said, the reason why I'm bringing this all up is to let you know there's a new home shopping network. They're doing a few things right. First of all, it's not on the television. It's online only. They're hip. They're with it. They're posting YouTube videos. Nice. Also, this isn't like a a general purpose home shopping network like QVC, where you'll find all sorts of stuff like dolls and cookware, clothing. No, no, no. This is targeted to a much more niche audience, which I think is smart. These products are all aimed at uh, militant Christians, scary religious folk armed and ready to blow people's heads off in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh. There's that angel's trumpet playing. This home shopping network even has a little star power. We all remember Milo Yiannopoulos, right? 
He was that uh, very interesting right-wing character who was a uh, homosexual and, like, sometimes would advocate for pedophilia. Like, he said a lot of strange shit. Ultimately, now that Republicans are, you know, going groomer crazy, Milo realized uh, that, you know, that persona's not going to fly anymore. So he's decided that he's no longer gay and uh, he's a hardcore Christian. That being said, I'm pretty sure he still lives with his husband, who is black. Pretty sure they were shacked up in Marjorie Taylor Greene's house for a while. Like, there's some shenanigans going on there. But okay, Milo wants to present himself as a devout Christian while he sells precious moments figurines online. Okay, great. How the mighty have fallen, right? He's also sporting a haircut that is way too adventurous to be heterosexual. Brunette at the base, and then it turns into blonde hair, and it's long, and it swoops over. It's short on the sides, but then also he has a mullet. You know, it's like it's long in the back. It's very strange. It's the kind of eccentric hairdo only a flamboyant cock-smoking fairy would wear. It's a dead giveaway, Milo. We know you haven't changed your ways. I'm on to you. All right, I am dying to hear how they sell products on this home shopping channel. Uh, let's take a listen. Hello, and welcome to the Church Militant Shop. My name is Milo Yiannopoulos, and I'm here with my co-host, Deborah Vaughan. Oh, this is already just so sad. Obviously, Milo is doing this because he can't find any other work, right? And we're beginning today with, well, probably the most important woman in history, wouldn't you say? I think so. She's certainly the most beloved. And we've got today uh, three items, all in celebration, reverence, of course, of the Blessed Mother. It's Virgin Mary Day on the Church Militant Shop. I hope there are some easy pay options. You know all of these things are going to be totally fucking overpriced. Looks like they have a book, uh, a statue, and maybe a necklace. Uh, Virgin Mary. We're going to start with um, this wonderful statue, which we both own. We fact. do, but in different uh, medium, oh, different colors. That's right. You've got the silver finish. Yes. And I've got this bronze finish. Now, it's not a a metal statue. It's polyresin, which is, you know, it's cheap crap spray painted. They're charging $87.50 for this thing. Now, watch how they try to make the fact that it's um, junk a selling point. Tell us a little bit about the material this is made from, because it's a little bit special, isn't it? It looks like a, it, it's going to weigh a ton and cost $100 oh, right. to ship. And I want to make sure I have it right. So it's it's a um, cold cast, and it's hand-painted bronze color, or you can get it in the pewter. Sometimes. Just to prove to you that this is a total grift, I found this exact same statue. It even has the same details, like little stars on Mary's robe or shroud or whatever, for half off. It was $45 instead of uh, whatever this is, $85. Same name and everything. Adoring, cold cast. I have a sneaking suspicion if I go on to AliExpress.com or Alibaba, I'll be able to <laughs> find some Chinese variants for pennies on the dollar. Milo's probably just like taking the $85 and then ordering this stuff on catholicfreeshipping.com and pocketing the, the rest of the money. That's just my theory. Later in the broadcast, uh, they've got another item for sale. This is a book, A Year with Mary, Daily Meditations on the Mother of God. It's called A Year with Mary, but what does that mean? What do you get? Well, book? this is the deep dive, okay? This is when you want to get serious about your devotion. And um, I've done some consecrations. Um, you, you dirty girl. I didn't think you had it in you. You know, I consecrated a few uh, public restrooms in my time. Filthy. Evil. What does consecrate mean? 
Look, uh, this is utterly boring to me. What I find fascinating, though, is they're selling this book for $45. Meanwhile, Amazon selling it for, again, half. Half with free shipping. And you can get it delivered tomorrow. Well, if you're a religious militant and you're dumb, maybe you want to buy from this website instead. Churchmilitant.shop. Good job, Milo. New idiotic business venture for him. Let's move on. Oh, we've got some new Will Blunderfield news. I am obsessed with this guy. Just to refresh your memory, again, he is the advocate for uh, taint tanning. Really spreading your butthole and aiming it right at the sun. He's also into a lot of gay stuff, but he says he's not gay. You know the guy. Semen retention, bro getaways at the beach where they just like jerk each other off and stuff. He's a fascinating character. And as Tyler Soros Rex points out, he also has a presence on Pornhub, which is a little ironic because as Tyler points out, Will is a big advocate of, quote, freeing yourself from the shackles of porn. He thinks, you know, porn addiction is bad. You should not be watching this stuff. Instead, you should be stimulating your best friend's prostate while your wife is out running errands or something. That's way more healthy. Vikings did it during wars. That's usually his go-to explanation. You want to be like a Viking, don't you? Well, you got to start sucking dick. You know, before I delve into uh, his Pornhub content, my buddy Great Big Pete, who, by the way, just took a photo of himself on the beach, laying on his distorted view beach towel. Very nice. Showing off some skin. Next time, pull those pants down a little further. Come on. You got to give me something. I sent you a beach towel. Also, here is DJ C's little child thanking me for the blanket. What do you want? Wearing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shirt, by the way, which I approve of. Bouncy. What do you say to Timmy Boo? Thank you. Say thank you, Timmy Boo, uh. from Distorted View. And now it's your turn. Did you say thank you? Ah, uh, the next generation of freaks. Say thank you, Timmy Boo. Growing thank up nicely. You, Timmy Boo. <laughs> now, why don't you help me in the shed with some paint? No, should I not? Should I not go there? If I ever meet DJC, I have a feeling his child will not be with him. Just go ahead and file that restraining order now. Back to Great Big Pete, though. Great Big Pete has been delving into Will Blunderfield's podcast because everyone has to have a podcast. It's annoying, isn't it? I think it is. Now, to be perfectly fair, I have not listened to this show, so I'm not going to judge it. Eventually, I'll get around to it. But Great Big Pete isolated just a few tiny sound clips. It's got this like smell of like kind of like a, a woman who's maybe been dancing for like five hours at a nightclub and the pussy's a little bit ripe. All right, Will Blunderfield, ripe pussy expert. You know, you ever, ever like leave something plastic in the sun for a long time, like many months, and it, ha it almost smells like a woman's pussy? Tell me you never smelled a pussy without telling me you never smelled a pussy. I mean, guys, I am right here. Please correct me if if I'm wrong. What is this? If you have wet plastic? You know, you ever, ever like leave something plastic in the sun for a long oh. time, like many months, and it, ha it almost smells like a woman's pussy? Uh, I, you know, I'm no expert myself, so I'm going to turn it over to you guys. Call into the voicemail line. Does well-sunned plastic smell like pussy? Again, I've never heard that one before. But it actually affects your penis. And the anogenital distance, the space between where your anus starts and your ball sack starts. Well, that's just some standard Will chat right there. Turning our attention now back to that uh, Pornhub account I mentioned. Even though his uh, Twitter account is updated way more often with video clips, 
these are longer and uh, they seem more explicit. Like this first one involves two guys, uh, Mr. Dex Parker and Will Blunderfield. Dex is just like batting around Will's balls and uh, like tickling them, kind of playing with the balls like a cat plays with a ball of yarn. Down, yeah, there we go. Let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> and either Will is very ticklish or he's just laughing maniacally because he's insane. Let's see how this progresses. <laughs> oh, that's, I can literally feel the testosterone increasing. Let's go, buddy. This is amazing. I don't think that's how testosterone is produced. Yeah, you slap the ball sack around. You're watching this for the first time too, and you're thinking like, what the fuck is this? This is, this is uh, how dudes sharp, sharpen dudes, and it's not gay or anything exactly. like that. I'm just protastic. Yeah, we're just two guys who care about each other, and we're nurturing each other's area of testosterone. So exactly. It's a, it's a very fortifying manly practice. I know I feel straighter just watching these two dudes play with cocks. How could this scenario get even more heterosexual? Let's find out. Yeah. So Brian's going to come into a down dog and sun the asshole. Oh, he's sunning his asshole, so he's up, he's bent over, ass up. You in danger. Down there. Beautiful anus. Thank you. <clears throat> the anus is very, the skin is thinner. Just two, just, you know, dudes complimenting each other's anus. It's a beautiful anus. Thanks, man. It's more receptive to the cosmic energy and the solar energy. Oh, I bet you that butthole is receptive to a lot of things. And then also, this is the perineum power. So the perineum in Chinese medicine is where the prostate gland external pressure point is. Can I touch your perineum? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> you press in there. Yeah, there's some taint pressing, but that's pretty much the entire video. Will also recorded a solo video all about his butthole. So the butt, the anus particularly, is considered very dirty and faggoty in our society. Well, I think it all depends on what you do with the buttholes. That determines if it's faggy or not. But really, men used to connect through the butthole quite often. Yeah, again, he says that quite often, but I'm going to need him to cite sources. I, I'm going to call his bluff here. So you can see that the anal opening uh, is quite tight. Uh, Quit bragging. I invite you to just play with your anus, especially um, if you identify as a heterosexual male. Just placing the fingers on the anus, massaging around the anus, viewing my anus, and just seeing what comes up. Yeah, if you think you're straight, I want you to stare at my asshole. Watch that pink shitter pucker in and out. Let it hypnotize you. Guys, do not listen to Will. He's trying to make you a homosexual. That pooper is pure evil, man. It's cursed. By the way, I think... Uh, what he wants you to do with buttholes goes beyond just exploring your own. Um, you'll notice like apes and different types of male animals will sniff each other's anuses. Ask your buddy if you can smell his butt. I guarantee you Will would say, yeah, that's good. You know, that'll get your testosterone going. And I know it seems gross in our society because most people are eating McDonald's and drinking too much. So they're. Oh, yeah. Don't don't smell my butthole. If you, if you guys ever meet me in public, stay away from my ass. They're. Uh, their digestive tract is compromised. So it's really important to feel out this area and just make sure you feel pure about it, right? You want to feel pure and juicy in every aspect. I have never felt juicy about my ass. Honestly, I don't think that's a good thing. Juicy indicates wetness. I don't want my butthole leaking. I'm sorry, I just don't. The man is crazy. 
I think that's enough Will Blunderfield for one day. Thank you very much, Will. Keep up the good work. Switching gears now, uh, I've got a clip here from Bally's Big Bet Poker. Poker players talking shit to one another is nothing new. This banter, though, borders on psychotic. Top pair. I'm bipolar. I'm fucking insane. I got Oh my gosh. You thought Kanye was bad? Wait till you see me. Check. I know, but like what is it about this seat? I don't give a fuck. It's my money. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Seat number three has been off the rails tonight. You really just have to try to tune out that voiceover bitch and focus on the two guys talking. Now, they're both Asian. And the only reason why I bring that up is because things get a little racial here in a few. I don't need your drugs. Well, I make stuff. Chick, chick. I know, but you should have a Bible out of the fucking book. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Because this is a free country. Hey, calm the fuck down before you I don't have to fucking calm down. I'm fucking bipolar. I'm fucking insane. Oh my goodness. I I don't give a fuck. This is interesting branding. I don't give a fuck. So if you listen closely there, we've got the bipolar kid just saying how bipolar he is. I don't give a fuck. I'm crazy, man. I'm insane. I'm bipolar. You know, he kind of sticks along to those lines. But then the other guy really ups the ante with the rape threats. I don't give a fuck. To be fair, the bipolar kid doesn't seem to mind the rape threats. Whatever. How does that affect me? If you rape my mom, no sweat off my sack. But I think that that's that's the point where this fight really starts to get uh, intense. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Dude, you think I'm scared of you? I'll beat the fucking Jason, shit out of you. Jason. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. We'll take it outside. Right now. Jason. No, not right now. After the game. Yeah. Come on, we're playing poker here. Let's play poker, guys. You're going to regret life, Jason. Yeah, there's some, like, producers in the background now coming forward saying, all right, let's get this back on track. Calm down. I, did not mean I will that. fuck your mom in front of you, Jason. You will not do that. <laughs> who the, hey, ask hey, who the hey, fuck okay, I am, Jason. Talk about my mom again. Huh? Hey, and I will fuck your mom in front It's interesting that it was okay when he said, uh, I'm going to rape your mom. Now, when it's a consensual fuck, He's got a real problem. My mom again. You are not going to be my new daddy. Hey, I will fuck your mom in front of you, Jason. I will torture your mom in front of you, Jason. What is this conversation? Fucking limbs, Jason. Because I spoke words. Yeah. You're hurt by words. You're triggered. You're triggered by words. You're willing to kill someone over words. Our producer getting involved now. Is it not afraid of us? I'm not afraid of We're pieces. Were you? Were you? This is the most off the rails it's ever gone here. I was born. Were you born in this country? Answer the fucking question. You better not point at me. Where where are you born? You're gonna fucking end up with a missing finger, bro. Am I gonna kill the game or gonna play some poker? I'm, I'm getting out of here. You better calm the fuck down. Yeah. I don't fucking calm down. I'm fucking insane. He's bipolar, if you don't know. You're insane? Yeah. Bipolar people can't calm down. I show you insane. Oh. Hey, hey make sure he comes to my hotel room. Hey. I show him insane. Hey. Who the fuck are you talking to right now? He's pissing me off. He keeps sucking shit by my mom. He's yeah. saying he's gonna fuck my mom. No, I'm fucking... I will fucking kill your mom. <laughs> kill my mom. I'll kill you. I don't... Rape, fuck kill, torture. I will torture you guys. Yeah. I'll kill you guys. What the fuck? How, how is this shit legal? You better know who the fuck It's freedom of speech right and he's now. fucking all upset. Okay, let's go to the chip counts here. Top of the chip yeah. counts. We got Austin. Let's keep those mics on though. Just play the game. So no one's paying attention to what you have to say. <laughs> Finally, watching poker got interesting. That's really what that card game needs. Like a full contact version. 
poker played in the octagon. All right, uh, real quick, before we get into the news today, I've got one more short clip courtesy of our good friend Mead Skelton. Yes, Mead is back and he has a favor to ask of all of you. No, it has nothing to do with money for once. Hello, everybody. Did you know that Mead Skelton music could be available at your local Planet Fitness? I don't know where Mead is going with this, but I love the idea of gym goers being held hostage to meet music. It's like you're stuck in the building, right? Like you're working out. You got nowhere to go. You can run as as hard and as fast as you want to. You're not moving, right? There's no escaping sweet tea. By the way, Mead goes to Planet Fitness. So, you know, I think he just wants to hear his own music there, you know, as an ego thing. That being said, look at the chapter artwork. This does not look like Mead has been going to the gym. I mean, his face looks larger than ever. Maybe it's just the lighting and the camera position, but there's some uh, double chin action going on there. But wait, you can download the Rockbot app and request and demand and tell them that you mean business and and request for Meat Scout music to be available at your local Planet Fitness. Isn't it horrible, folks? You have to listen to dance music and... Hippity hop. You know, high energy music. That's too much for some people. Let's pump the brakes on that and work out to uh, the equivalent of a slow southern drawl. From high impact cardio to taking a leisurely Sunday stroll through fucking Mayberry. That's what it's going to feel like to work out at Planet Fitness listening to mead music. Listening to mead while you work out actually decreases your heart rate. I don't understand. I'm on the elliptical, but my heart rate's only 39 beats per minute. My heart is in a coma. So yeah, according to Mead, there's some app you can download and request music for uh, Planet Fitness to carry. I think we should all do Mead a favor here and uh, request Sweet Tea and Pervert Marriage. I would love to hear both of (laughs) those songs at Planet Fitness. That might actually get me to start going to the gym if there's a possibility that Mead's music is going to play just so I can watch people's expressions. Wouldn't it be nice to listen to Sweet Tea while you're on the elliptical or those bad things you do while you're doing your chest press? I think it'd be wonderful if you can just contact your local Planet Fitness and tell them you would like to have Mead Skelton available on the Rockbot app. Download the Rockbot app today and go there for more information on how to get yours truly on the playlist at your local Planet Fitness. I'm Mead Skelton, not Sponsored by Planet Fitness. He's gotten into some legal trouble before. You may remember that uh, sweet tea incident. Fitness, but telling you to demand mead at your local Planet Fitness. Thank you so much and happy trails to you. Toodaloo. Could you imagine? You're at Planet Fitness. You know, you're trying to burn as many calories as possible. You got a good sweat going. You're listening to uh, the music provided by Planet Fitness. Nice, high beats per minute. And then... It begins to fade out, and the next song you hear. Hasten to bid me adieu. Just remember that red river valley. People immediately begin to slow down. You can actually see the weight gain happen on these poor people at the gym. What? Is happening to us. I just want to take a nap. Order DoorDash on my daddy's American Express card. 
They're getting so much weight so quickly. They can't even like fit through the door as they're leaving the gym. Ultimately, this might be good, uh, like a good business move for Planet Fitness. Because really, if you're Planet Fitness, you want to keep these people fat. The more fat they are, the more they need to lose weight, the, the more they'll be at the gym using the product, paying the membership dues. It's actually quite genius. Well, there you go. Uh, download the RockBot app. I know I'm going to. I will request that Mead Music be played at Planet Fitness. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. The fucked up news right now. If you're not yet Sideshow members, what are you waiting for? Become a true and honorable freak. Yes, step up to the Sideshow. Every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying members, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. This week was no different. Bunch of fun episodes being posted. You're missing out on a whole bunch of Distorted View if you are not a Sideshow member. And uh, best of all, it's very inexpensive to sign up. Only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Just go to superfreaksideshow.com and you can sign up over there. But for uh, even easier access, if you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can sign up right in those apps. You won't be dealing with our website. You just go right through the app. Just a few taps. You'll see the exclusive episodes appear right alongside the free episodes in your feed. So, again, very simple. For more information on all the ways to sign up, go to distortedview.com and, of course, superfreaksideshow.com. One final way to help support the program, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. And if you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And I believe we have some patrons checking in today. But first, let's do the news. First story I have for you. An Austrian supermarket was evacuated after the store manager reportedly spotted a banana-loving spider capable of causing permanent erections in men. Why haven't we been able to harness the power contained within this spider to cure impotence once and for all? reverse engineer that fucking venom or something i don't know why i'm screaming i don't know why i'm so adamant about this i swear to you i do not have ed i don't for real i'm serious guys i would tell you if i did i mean i'm concerned that at some point in my future I'll, you know i might get it because everything bad happens to me so if we could you know find a cure for this stuff before it is you know going to affect me that would be great the store is named The Penny Shop, and it's about 45 miles west of Vienna. It remains closed since this past Tuesday over fears of the four-inch black and red spider. Emergency services were called and warned the spider, still at large, may have been a highly venomous Brazilian wandering spider, known to reach Europe by hiding in bunches of bananas. I have recently rediscovered my love of the banana. I, uh, I like regular bananas. I like chocolate dipped bananas. I like bananas uh, in milkshakes and pudding and stuff. This all just happened within the last couple of years, and it's leading up to me being bit by this fucking spider. I know it. There's no other explanation, right? The creature is one of the planet's most venomous spiders, and bites can be fatal after causing hypothermia, blurred vision, convulsions, and in some cases, erections. Wait a second. I think this news story is just trying to be titillating. The headline of this article didn't say anything about death or blurred vision. It was just about the, you know, the boner giving properties of the spider. Now, come to find out, it, you know, it's going to kill you. 
it's a fatal bite and it causes all sorts of other problems. Hypothermia, blurred vision, convulsions. The spider's venom, oh, check this shit out. The spider's venom is even being studied for use in erectile dysfunction treatments. I told science they should do that. I mean, I just said it two seconds ago. It appears that scientists have been working on it, but I'm glad we're on the same wavelength there. One bite from the spider can give male victims a painful four-hour erection. Okay, also earlier in the news story, didn't it say it was a permanent erection? This is some hardcore clickbait. An exterminator has been called and the banana crates in the store have been sealed, but reports say the shop will likely remain closed until next week. A spokesman for the retail group said that comprehensive cleaning and disinfection measures are now underway to prepare the store for reopening. Authorities added that despite an extensive search, no spiders have been found to date. Around the world, 4,000 people are bitten by the spider each year, with 0.5% of bites leading to death. Oh my god, more clickbait. So yeah, I mean, technically it can be fatal, but less than 1% of the bites are fatal? Come on, half a percent. Much has been done to develop an effective anti-venom, reducing the likelihood of death. So there's even an anti-venom? <laughs> This fucking spider's barely dangerous anymore. One bite from the spider can also cause severe cramping or an increased heart rate. Ooh, see, now that would not be good for me. The Brazilian wandering spider appears in the Guinness Book of World Records as the most venomous arachnid. If you're wondering the reason why they're called the wandering spider, it's because they don't build webs. Instead, they walk the jungle floor at night looking for prey. The rest of the news story is devoted to uh, other times the spider has been found. It's so fucking lame because the other two examples they give, uh, I think the first one is what, 20, uh, 2021, a taxi driver found a spider among a bunch of bananas that he bought. But guess what? The spider was already dead. Okay. That's not really news. And then back in 2015, a British family found a, a white spider cocoon on a bunch of bananas, and the mom just put the cocoon in a plastic bag. Never even saw the spider come out, and uh, that's the end of that story. Ooh, close call, right? There's not even an instance of, like, a guy getting a big, long, fat, throbbing boner from a spider bite. What a letdown, right? Give me dick! I want dick! All right, uh, second story we have for you today it's a repulsive act that's been happening for months at the M Street Condominium in Uptown, Charlotte, North Carolina. Does this have something to do with erections? Maybe something that happens after an erection? Lots of cum everywhere? <laughs> Please? Has someone doused this condominium in sperm? Crossing my fingers. A woman has been relieving herself outside of homeowners' front doors along 7th Street and McDowell Street. Oh, no cum, just shit. She's using our complex as her personal bathroom, said one homeowner. They're using our stairwell and the nook under the stairwell and our neighbor's stairwell as a restroom. This bitch shits a lot. Uh, that's according to homeowner Lydia Butts. <laughs> that's where you poop out of. Residents first noticed the excrement in early spring. Flowers weren't the only thing blooming. A brown rosebud was opening up, pushing out a log. It's been a huge problem, but said it's I mean, it got to the point where every day it was happening and it would smell and there would be flies. I mean, we've noticed we'd have to not have our doors open. The person has left feminine products. Ooh, a clue. It's probably a woman. Uh, the person has left feminine products and piles of feces primarily in the corner of one building. It's, uh, I guess, her favorite shitting spot. She's also gone to the bathroom on people's front steps. 
so she's not exactly a picky defecator. Those who live around the area aren't sure if the person's actions are vindictive or out of necessity. Regardless, they want it to stop. Quote, it's gross, and it's just gotta stop, another resident said. We're a few blocks away from the police station, so I hope the police come down here at least. One homeowner says the police explained they could only do something once they put up no trespassing signs. So you have to let people know not to shit on your property. Aren't lots just fucked up? Before we could do anything about all the piles of shit being, being left on your stairs, you got to post a sign saying, please stop. This is a no feces zone. Apparently, residents have already ordered the signs. They've also installed a camera and alarm for when the person returns. Every time I come down my stairwell, I wonder if I'm going to be confronted with someone or, you know, something. Pile of shit. One homeowner did catch the person in the act and confronted her, but she ran away. At this point, you know, we're kind of getting fed up, so we just need to figure out a solution final story we have for you today. A Boston doctor has been accused of exposing himself and masturbating in front of a teenager on a flight from Honolulu to Boston. Can I get some Hawaiian masturbation music, please? Oh, fuck yes. Hail the mighty cock. Fuck yes. Worship cock. Is God, yes. Oh, Jesus Christ, yes. Fucking worship. Okay. Fucking worship. Hail cock. Hail cock. Cock is God. All yes. right, that's good. Uh, the Department of Justice said Dr. Sudipta Mohanty was arrested on Thursday and charged with one count of lewd, indecent, and obscene acts. His arrest follows an increase in disturbing passenger incidents this year. That's something we've noticed and commented on here on DV. Just a lot of in-flight freakouts happening. This one was a little different, though. Prosecutors allege that Mohanty masturbated while seated next to a 14-year-old girl and later exposed himself on a flight last year. An attorney for Mohanty did not immediately respond to a request for comment. That's a good lawyer, keeping his mouth shut. A criminal complaint said the teenager seated next to Mohanty and his partner noticed that Mohanty's leg was bouncing up and down. Well, you can't go by that. I fidget a lot. I'm a fucking spaz. It doesn't mean I'm always masturbating. I'm only sometimes masturbating. Yeah, his leg was bouncing up and down after he covered himself with a blanket. That is a little more suspicious. The teenager then went to use the restroom, and Mohanty used the restroom when she returned. He just wanted to smell the toilet seat. Just a total fucking pervert! Prosecutors alleged in the complaint that he later started masturbating again without a blanket. Like, was his dick out, or was he just rubbing his penis through his pants? Both are bad, but one is definitely worse. If you can see dick skin, shaft, veins, a, a mushroom head. Well, that that ups the charges, or it should, at least. Anyway, uh, apparently they were both seated. He was masturbating. The teenager then witnessed him ejaculate on himself. Okay, well, if if she saw come, the penis must have been out. Mohanty then returned to the bathroom a second time. Well, he had to clean up. Can't blame him for that. Quote, when Mohanty returned to his seat, Minor A did not know what to do. Everyone around her was asleep. The teenager eventually moved to the row behind her as there were no seats next to her grandmother. 
Once off the plane and in the airport in Boston, the minor told her grandmother that the man sitting next to her had done something inappropriate. Quote, what Dr. Mohanty is accused of doing in front of a 14-year-old girl is reprehensible. Here's the thing. How, how is she going to prove it? Is there any evidence? Probably not. How can charges even be filed? I mean, don't get me wrong. I totally think this guy did it. But again, you have to have proof, right? Maybe the teenager had her phone out and she recorded some of it. Like, even just a few seconds of it would be enough. Anyway, Christopher DeMena, the acting special agent in charge of the Federal Bureau of Investigation Boston Division, said today's arrest should make it crystal clear that the FBI takes crime aboard aircraft seriously. Everything from sexual misconduct, as alleged in this case, to assault, interfering with the flight crew, and theft. Investigators said in the complaint that they interviewed the teenager and her family members... They also interviewed Mohanty, who was approached by federal agents in May 2023. He denies the ordeal, but check how this is how he denies it. I have no recollection of that, Mohanty told prosecutors. That's not that's not like what someone would say if they didn't do it. You ask me, did you masturbate on a plane? No, I never did. I never in a million years would I jerk off on a plane next to a 14 year old girl. It's fucking insane. That's how a, a say. That's how a, a normal person would respond if they if they didn't do it. Not, I have no recollection of the matter. At least at this time, you know, it's like okay, that's that's incriminating right there. And in, in my opinion, uh, there you go. That my friends is your distorted news yeah, for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Well, guys, we did it. You did it. You did all of this. I cannot believe you did this to me. You're going to have to pay me back every single cent. You've destroyed everything in my life, both physical worldly possessions and my mental state of mind. I will never be the same. So thank you so much for doing all of this. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Look, we made it through the end of the week. That's awesome. There are many ways to contact the show show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. I'm on Twitter, I'm on, or X, or whatever the hell it's called, the Threads, Blue Sky, all those social media sites no one's using. Are we done with social media? It seems like it's kind of played out at this point. I would be totally okay if it went away. Uh, all right, listen, we've got a, a patron calling in today. Yes, caller? Hi, Tim. It's Stacy in D.C. Yes, Stacey. in a while, but I wanted to say, um, I think if I can join in the Mead's dad death pool. Oh, uh, all right. Hold on a second here. I got I to gotta load up my uh, spreadsheet. You know what? Why don't we just say it's going to be January 6th? With the oh. anniversary of all the crazy. So uh, <laughs> put me down for January 6th. Me's dad. Right. Stacy, we got gotcha. you. Uh, who do we have here? We have uh, we have Stacy, of course, who just uh, added her date. Bag of cum, twink toilet. I forgot what day I thought Mead's dad was going to die. Didn't I say that on the show? I'll have to, I'll have to go back and listen or think about it some more. Call into the voicemail line if you want to be added to the death pool. Hey, Timmy Boo, this is Dr. Deviant. Um, you're talking about your favorite uh, band, The Marvelous Three, and you're basically jerking off over them uh, on the podcast right now. Yes, they're back together. They're re- they recorded a new album. I can't wait for it to come out. Uh, I per- Even though I don't have a record player, I bought uh, the limited edition record of... Um, uh, whatever the hell the name of that album was. What was it? I don't even remember what their first album was. But uh, I was. Oh, the name of the record, though, is uh, Hey Album. 
which I, I should have remembered. Uh, I was just curious. They actually have a song called Freak of the Week, and you never actually utilize that, or at least that I can remember. Mm, um, we it played it a like such a wasted times. opportunity for you. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's all. Bye. Yeah, Freak of the Week was their big hit. They, they're basically a one-hit wonder. It wasn't even like that huge of a hit. I don't think it ever went to like number one on the Billboard charts or something, but it, it was, you know, it was a big enough song for them to sell records. Uh, on Spotify, it's got 5.4 million plays on it. And uh, that's how I actually discovered the band. Now, I didn't hear it on the radio. I believe, if I remember correctly, I was uh, living with one of uh, my friends. We had an apartment together. It wasn't Joey. It was uh, a guy named Brian. This was like late 90s, early 2000s. And we had our computers networked together so we could like share music and stuff. And I and he had this song in one of his folders. And, uh, you know, I love the song, but I never really looked into the band. Uh, it took until like 2003 or 2004 when I actually like uh, did any more research on Marvelous 3. And I think by that time they were just like breaking up. Like it, it was just ending. Uh, but yeah, this is a great song. You know, it's it's like it's my kind of music. That very '90s sounding pop rock. <laughs> if I ever lose it again, can you make me a promise? Stop it before we begin. God, I love Butch Walker. He's very good. Let's just do one more call here, perhaps. Yes, caller? Ah, oh, Jimmy Boo. You know what? Politics are so fucking amusing. Yeah. And right now, leftover politics are just as good as watching a fucking business dissolve <laughs> into itself. And uh, anyhow, uh, yeah, Trump apparently today... Uh, during the first day of, of trial in, in his rape accusations. A little behind on the voicemails there. By E. Jean Carroll in the civil suit. April calls. Um, while trial was being held, he wasn't there. Where was he? Somewhere else. But he was in in time slamming her on social media. <laughs> so uh, oh, it's a smart move. I'm yeah. sure the judge loved that. Yeah, that just might end up being witness tampering. Hmm. Well, you know, he ended up losing that case, right? And how long it takes for you to get around to listening and even playing any of these well, fucking voicemails. Yeah, I hear you. You're talking about the rape case. Since then, he's been uh, indicted <laughs> three other times for, like, federal shit. We're going to do another one here because I feel like we're really behind on voicemails. I need to catch up. Unstable genius. I'm just calling to thank you for running the first old need special. Oh, yeah. We did a best of show, I think, back in April where I played the first time we ever discussed mead. Today is April 27th. <laughs> so who knows how long this will be? Of course, we all know that. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, you know what? Let, let's, let, let, let's do another call. <laughs> You gotta, I gotta start working my way through these. Hey, yes. Timmy Boo, oh. it's Josh from Australia. I love the show. I only found out about you last year, and I haven't stopped listening since. Oh, so never missed an episode. Uh, so it's now the 28th 
of April. And um, stop, stop announcing the date because it just it really shows you how behind I am here. We were talking on the show the day before. Um, so this is still Australian time. It's the 28th, and oh, right. I was listening to the show. <laughs> the Thursday one about uh, when the pedophile day, Alice Day. Now. The real holiday for the 25th of April is Anzac Day, which is only um, celebrated in Australia and New Zealand. Okay. So there you go. That's something else you probably didn't know. <laughs> there you go. I didn't know Anzac Day was the same day as a fucking pedophile day. What do you know? Okay, I, I'm going to need someone to decipher what he said because I didn't understand it. Is there a pedophile day in Australia? That's what I'm getting. Australia celebrates a national pedophile day. Oh, wait, I think I understand what he's saying. Hold on. <laughs> we, I have to think back of what I was discussing in April. So in April, I'm pretty sure there's like a national pedophile day that the pedophiles want to start. And it, yeah, it, fa- it falls on like April 25th. But in Australia, there actually is a, a real holiday called Anzac. Anzac Day? I think it has something to do with a war or something. That's what the caller was discussing. Okay, that makes sense. Australia does not celebrate pedophiles. Except for Hugh Jackman. No, Hugh Jackman is not a pedophile. He's the only Australian I could think of at the time. Aside from Nicole Kidman, and she wouldn't do that. Although, kid is right in her name. Kid, man, kid, man. Australia is basically a giant island full of criminals. One of her ancestors was probably given that last name because he was a kitty toucher. Kid man, kid man. I think I'm on to something here. All right. uh, I'll look into that a little bit deeper this weekend and report back my findings. That's all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666-SNIFF-ICHOTHER'S ANUSES. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Thank you so much for a great week of programs, guys. I will see you back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. Fuck. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.